0: All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, January 18th of 2024. Here, looking ahead today, looks like we have an 11 game NHL main slate. Ton of NHL action coming at you. We have over in the NBA streets a five game main slate, and then golf is underway here. I believe should have teed off earlier this morning so for those of you who are new here welcome my name is andrew i'm one of the coaches over here at sabersim this is a show where we go over how to use the sabersim app answer any and all dfs related questions you can get your questions in one of three ways here first off send us an email support at sabersim.com second post it live in the youtube chat third way post it in the office hours channel in our discord server if you're not in our discord and want to get access to that channel there is a link in the description of this video, you get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the Saber Sim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, we're going to jump right in. I'll have a few questions to get through in the Discord. I already see a question here in the YouTube chat. So uh, if you guys have questions, now is a good time to get those in. That way we can get those up here and get those answered. So I've got the Saber sim app pulled up now. Looks like our first question here came in from Jay Clement. Uh, there was a question from Cameron. Cameron, I did ask like a follow-up in case you're tuning in here. Uh, so if you could just give me a little more clarity in regards to that uh, follow-up that I asked, I'd be happy to tackle the question here. But anyways, we're gonna start with Jay Clemens. So question says, can you advise best way to upload max exposure numbers in showdown contests? I usually just download the file and change the max exposure to what I want and then upload because it is fast, easy and quick. When I do this with showdowns, it only updates the captain spot and not the utility spots. Thanks. Okay. Uh yeah. So there's like a little bit of bugginess with uploading ownerships for showdown, uh, like NFL showdown, for example. So if we were to go to like Houston, Baltimore here. Um, honestly, what what I do guys, if if I'm doing anything like this, is I just upload to flex and then I manually set the captains just because there's usually less viable captains than there are like basically everybody's viable as a flex play in showdown, even, you know, these one point projected guys, but like the chances are, you're probably not playing Andrew Beck, Damian Pierce, Derek Ogun, Bawale, Charlie Kohler in your captain spot uh, with the multiplier here. So what I do is like, Hey, you know, I'm going to get more out of uploading the flex and then I could just manually go and set the captains. So something like that would, would look like this, right? So say I'm going to use our download file. I'm going to go to max exposures. And then, you know, I'm just going to set something. So like rand between, oops, uh, rand between. And then we'll just say um, zero and 50, right? And then boom, it's going to do that for all of these so that now i have a bunch of mini max exposures here and i'll just get rid of some of these that don't matter so then i'm going to save that i'm just using this as an example so i'm going to, go to upload so when i go to upload here i'm going to grab that file it's going to fill here uh what i'm going to do is i'm going to i'm going to i don't even know if this matters but i'm going to uncheck dfs id here and just go with name and then when i go to max exposures. Hmm. I actually don't know how this works with max exposures. So let's hit save, see what happens. So they all went to the captain. Okay. And none to the flex. So the only thing I've ever done is like upload like ownership or projection. So then what you're going to have to do, honestly, is that you're going to have to come in here. Just what, what, what the practice that I just did just do it with the captains and then you're going to have to manually go in and do the flexes. So it's going to take a little bit more time. The player pool is a little smaller, but you know, you're just going to have to sit in here and you know knock these guys out, however, and just go through. So a little tedious, definitely something we want to clean up before next NFL season. But unfortunately, that is the process here at the moment. Okay, uh, next question here from SunFam. Question says, can you advise the best way to force the max exposure to work properly? For example, on NBA, I typically play five to 10, 100 man contests on FanDuel per day. And no matter what I set the max exposure at, I always get more. And if I leave it at 100% and adjust post build, I always get the unable to meet exposure message. I followed up with after getting the unable to meet exposure message do you rebuild your lineups with the rebuild lineups button on the lineup page they said yes yesterday I even used six uniques and the chalk guys were still in five out of six lineups I only ran six yesterday so it sounds like what's happening is you're building a set of lineups and you know the exposure for some players is a little too much for you, right? So like, hey, you know, maybe I don't want anybody in, you know, five out of six lineups, which like five out of six is like 83%. Maybe I'm only okay with player in four out of six lineups. So like, if this is something, you know, up front, I would just take it into account up front. Like, hey, no matter what, I'm not going to want more than 67% of any single player. So then what I would do in that situation is I would go to the max exposure column. I would click the gear icon and then it says set max exposure to blank percent for all players. And then I would just set it to that number. So then you come in here, set 67. Okay, I'm only going to build 500 lineups. But then what we'll see is that one, the 67 gets applied to every single player here. So this gets applied twofold, okay? So it gets applied to the entire uh, pool. So it gets applied to the fact that no player will be in more than 67% of the pool lineup. So of the 500 and then twofold, it's going to make sure that no player is in more than 67% of the subset of lineups that you're actually looking at. So we have 500 pool lineups in this example, and then I'm going to do an example where we use six lineups. So from here, lineups are loading and then what I'm going to see if I sort by pool that, Hey, our highest pool percent is is about 64% here. So that's underneath the threshold. And then I don't have anybody in my top 20 under 65%. So even if I go and look at the top six players here, boom, I'm nobody's over that threshold, okay? So this is even before I've set mini-neeks, right? I haven't even started to increase this yet. And then I can go down and then see how far down the builder has to go to meet my max exposure requests as well as my mini-neeks. And it looks like we're already down at lineup 430. Um three mini leaks. Let's see what else we got. Four. I think that was just like a number glitch. Huh, that's kind of weird. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I think I know what's happening. Okay, so what the builder's doing is like, see how our last lineup is 430. So what the builder's doing is it's prioritizing the top lineup. So one, two, three, four, and then it jumps to 87 and then 430, right? So then if you do two so it's combining the min uniques plus the mini max exposure plus the max exposure request and then saying okay if you want two mini uniques you know i can give you these but then hey if you want three i can bring the bottom lineup up so we go from 430 to 112 but then now it has to go one two three eight so then it skips lineup four so it's constantly solving that trying to give you the highest lineups in the pool possible before giving you lineups lower so It can fluctuate a little bit, but all, all seems well in my eyes here. So this is the way I would do it. If you didn't set these before the build, you just come in here, click the gear, set your global max exposure, and then just use rebuild. And then that'll take you to the first step that I did. But um, if, if this process isn't working for you for some reason, which I don't really know why it wouldn't, but if it isn't, you know, go to the top, right, go to report a problem. Let us know what's happening. This will give us some information about your session so we can do some more troubleshooting. But everything seems to be working here on my end as expected. Okay, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Question from Nick. Can you talk through how you approach a slate from a macro perspective? What to look at when deciding where to spend up, spend down, where you think the field will go? Um, Yeah, I'm happy to talk about the way I approach it. So the truth is I don't think about any of those things really. Um, For the most part, I trust the builder and I am trying to find, you know, one to five spots to add value. And I talk a lot about this in a video from last year. If you go to playlists, you go to how to beat NBA DFS in 2022, upgrade your NBA DFS process with this NBA research strategy. Uh, This is like a deep dive into like what I do for NBA. And uh, it's like an interview format with Jordan interviewing me. So I just dropped that in the chat. But from a macro perspective, I am saying, hey, I think projections are good. I love the live contest sims. That's new this year. So constantly um, late swapping, taking advantage of the live data. I am just trying to find spots on a slate where I think projections are either um what's the word i'm looking for maybe there's not a huge sample size and i think the projection could fluctuate up or down depending on how things play out so like an example here is like if a player is is questionable so let's look at like owner uh projection so like Tyrese Halliburton is is questionable, right? Uh he's he's been out, so like he's not like a great example. And I don't I don't really see anybody who's like a perfect example here. But like, okay, maybe let's just look at Indiana, right? So like Indiana, you know, a bunch of guys are questionable. Mathurin is questionable, Neesmith is questionable, Halliburton is questionable, Obi Toppin is questionable. You know, what happens if all these guys sit, right? And then it's like, Who do I think is going to do well? And then I will research that situation to try and come up with a, with a game script that I think is more likely than the projections might say, or I might research the situation and ultimately agree with the projections. So like that happens a lot too. I think where people make a mistake is when they spend time researching something, they think that they have to find something but sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're going to figure out like, oh, okay, I actually do agree with what the projections are saying. And then you move on to like the next situation. But but that is something that I would be thinking about because, um, you know, if Halliburton sits and Neesmith sits, I think they both sat last game. You know, uh, Mathurin started last game, right? But then if he sits like, okay, then now who does like the value go to? Now who gets the minutes? Who do I think is most likely to, you know, uh benefit from this situation the most are the projections you know accounting for that do i think the projections are safe do i want to be more aggressive do i want to take a stand like i am doing that based on the projections i'm not really trying to think about like how to like level the field i don't think that my game is suited towards that not to say yours isn't like that could definitely be one way but macro strategy I am trying to find a few spots on every slate where I think projections can be inefficient or there's not a big sample size and projection can ultimately be adjusted. So macro strategy, that's what I'm personally trying to do. All right. Hiker Willie regarding the, my ownership column, should I set that to match the contest that I am building for? Does it make a difference on the build? How do I tell the differences between low, medium, high stakes? Okay. Good question. So When you go to um this depends if if you're on the ultimate plan, right? So if you go to all contests, you go to add a sim, if you hover over this eye right here, it's gonna give you a pop-up and then it's gonna tell you what low stakes is considered, what medium stakes is considered, what high stakes is considered. So um it'll I believe low stakes is like less than three dollars, medium stakes or is like four, or I think it's like flagship is like four to like 25, four to $30. Medium stakes is like 30 to like a hundred. And then high stakes is like a hundred plus. So that will tell you what the different stakes are. And then as far as, you know, setting this to the right thing, um, you know, ownership isn't super important unless you're sorting by saber score, because that's one of the variables in saber score, but if you are using contest sims, then when you create your contest sim, we are auto- automatically selecting the correct source of field lineups like this, you know, flagship $15 or $18 contest. You know, we automatically select the flagship MME set of field lineups. And remember that the field lineups create the ownership projections. So I don't think it's super important for you to adjust your ownership source unless you are using it for some specific purpose. So if you're using Sabre score, if you're using, I don't know, some, some ownership rule or some, some ownership filter, then yes, I would adjust it, but it just depends on all the parts of your process. Okay. Scrolling down here to Noah. Noah said, if you run NHL Sims, does chalk really matter? If you're running a five or six man stack from a chalky team, as in if you take two or three best chalky plays from a team versus full on stack. Um, You know, I I think that, you know, ownership. Well, let me just say like, yeah, like ownership is like usually very, very spread out in NHL just because NHL is such a high variance sport. Like most people are not rostering skaters over 50% for sure, usually closer to like 30% and getting very, very flat with their exposures just because there's so many viable options on the slate. So I think it's like totally okay to play, you know, higher own players and not even sweat it. The builder's going to still build you good lineups around those players. And remember that we're playing lineups, not players. So even if you're playing one, two chalky pieces, you know, there's still six to seven other roster spots that the builder has to fill out here with other skaters. And it's going to be a mix. There's a lot of correlation. There's ownership differences. So I wouldn't sweat having a few, you know, high owned pieces in your lineup. Okay. Uh, we have one more question here in the discord. Chef Craig said, I'm not sure if you can go back and show late swap from last night. I remember seeing an update that said you could see all of your original lineups and the lineups that you were late swapping to. I don't think I've been able to see how to do this. Is that something you can go over? Um, let me see. So so you're going to be able to see this on a lineup by lineup basis. I'm like pretty sure. So let's see if we can figure something out. Give me a second here. See if I can get those up and running. All right. Go back to Wednesday. Wednesday. okay so so this is a late swap build from last night so if i close this player's table so the easiest way to see the original lineup is to go to compact mode and then what this is going to show you is that hey i had you know 184 late swaps and then within each of these right so i can see that i have eight open spots let's see hold on there's like a lot of data here What do these lineups do? Oh, interesting. So it's like a mass close, mass open thing where it's saying, hey, look, I have in this lineup, in 17 lineups, I have Anthony Edwards at the point guard spot, and then I have seven open slots. So really, you know, I, I tell people this sometimes is that only the players that lock are actually in your lineup. The other players are just placeholders, right? So don't get like, like, Hey, you know, I had these players in my lineup and then, you know, I swapped and then those players did better. It's like, they were just placeholders because you were just waiting for the most up to date projections to come in or the news to break to update your lineups in the first place. Right. So like I had 17 lineups with Anthony Edwards in the point guard spot. It built me 155 iterations of that uh, for each version here. And then it's taking the best versions and then placing them into my contest here. So um it looks like what it's doing, it's not telling you the original, it's just telling you the locked players that you had. So this is a recent change. Um, this is on beta. I don't know if this is what it looks like on the on the regular app, uh, just because I don't use the regular app when I run my lineups here, but I'm I'm running it on beta and like this is what it looks like. So if we go back to original lineup mode if you click okay so it does do it so if it where it says original lineup if you click on this and this looks like it's a little messed up like the the pop-up here but essentially if you click on this it will show you the original lineup here um i'll log a bug that this is messed up like the way this looks but those are like the two ways to do it so I don't, I don't know what this looks like on the regular app right now. Uh, It could just be messed up on beta or it could be messed up on both, but you would essentially click this original lineup option and then it would pop it up or you can go and look at what your lineups look like in the compact mode. So those are the two ways to do it that I know of. And like I said, I'll get a bug log for that other option, but all right, we are all caught up with questions in both the discord and the youtube chat so appreciate you guys tuning in as always and we will be right back here tomorrow friday 2 p.m eastern it will be our last show of the week we do the show monday through friday so if you guys have questions heading into the weekend tomorrow is the day to get those questions asked and get those questions answered so until then everybody take care good luck i'll see you all thanks